You're listening to another great message from Northside Community Church. Well, friends, let's just wind the clock back a little bit. My, my wife, Bev, was born in Queensland. And look, I don't know, but in the 70s, I would imagine a lot of Queensland women probably had a dream of, of marrying a, a, a sort of a bronzed lifesaver type of guy, you know, with a little bit muscular, a little bit, a little bit dreamy, you know. Um, well, it, sadly, not every Queensland girl got to realise that dream because there just weren't that many dreamy guys to go around, to be honest. That was the case with many queens. But I'm very pleased to say Bev was successful uh, in getting... Uh, and, uh, and uh, Brendan, are we uh, lagging a bit there? Is that, that OK? So there we are, see? So, um, oh, yeah, I, I know. Um, and, uh, look, I can't explain that hair. I cannot explain... It was... Uh, there was a lot of salt and, and we've been in the surf, Caloundra Beach. But uh, yeah, well, we better kind of move. I'm just casting my mind back there. Um, wow. So, uh, you know, <laughs> that's how it was in uh, that's 19, early 1970s. Now, I, um, I, I, I couldn't believe it when this young Sydney cider... Uh, this girl agreed to marry me, and uh, that happened on August the 26th, 1972. And that's the next one. I thought, thought we were going to move off that one quicker, actually, Brendan, but there we are. There's the next one, right? Okay. And so some of you have seen that picture before. That's not Bev's original husband. That is me. Um, <laughs> not, uh, we, we said that picture on our mantelpiece. People would come and say, oh, who, who, is, this, is this your first husband? <laughs> no, no, no. No, the, the years have been very kind to Bevy, but uh, not so kind to me. <laughs> Well, now, look, friends, um, where are we up to? I got a little bit thrown by that first picture. Um, you know, <laughs> look, look, please understand me when I say that I want this message to be... Uh, yeah, thanks, Brendan. We got, we got that, mate. That's OK. <laughs> please understand when I say that I want this message to be as inclusive as possible. You know, I'm aware that not everyone is married or even has an aspiration to get married. I'm aware of that. I'm also aware that not all marriages are happy. I'm also aware that uh, some marriages, some people, some, some of you here have been through the pain of divorce, uh, in some cases more than once. And of course there are others whose partners uh, have, have, have left us through death and that introduces a whole range of other dynamics. So look, with these realisations in mind, I'm wanting to keep this message... Uh, more of uh, to, to be a celebration, not just of marriage, but a celebration of close, loving relationships right across the board. That, that, that's what I'm aiming for. A celebration of what it means to develop and maintain relationships that build us up and don't put us down. Relationships that bring out our best, not our worst. Relationships that encourage and nurture our gifts, not stifle and inhibit those gifts. Relationships that help us to aspire to our full potential as human beings, our full potential in Jesus Christ. Look, in one sense, it would have been easier to bypass the I do segment of this series. It would have been easier like, to avoid running the risk of uh, maybe upsetting people who get a little uneasy for the reasons I've mentioned when, people, when preachers start talking about marriage however the reality is that I do moment 
it, it is such a crucial part of, of who I am. And I couldn't have possibly left it out as one of the defining moments in my life. I mean, it really does go a long way to defining who I am. Its significance on my life, that I do response, cannot be understated. My relationship with Bev has played a huge part in my journey at all levels, emotional, spiritual, psychological, the whole thing. I can best summarise it this way, I think. My decision to, to say I do has enabled me to discover the rich blessings and the incredible benefits of having someone in my life who's done a number of things. Firstly, who believes in me. Wow, what, what a difference that makes. What a difference that makes to one's confidence and one's level of self-esteem. Some of you know the story, and you've heard me mention it if you've been to Inside Northside, other settings, about when I first shared with Bev we were getting pretty serious. I won't go to details. But, um, and I got to a point where I was a, a commercial cadet with BP Australia. And a little bit of a pathway was unfolding for our future. And I said to Bev on this particular... We were both Christians, members of our churches. I said, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be in the future. I don't think it's going to be a, you know, a triple-fronted home with a couple of Commodores in the driveway. I, I think it's going to be more like the... The, and I, I was struggling to sort of say it, yeah, the, 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 the ministry, thinking that she would go, uh-oh, wait a minute. And she gave that remarkable answer, which um, I, I just love sharing with people. She said, well, you know, I, I've been sort of wondering when you were going to get the message, you know. And, and, and then she went on to explain how she'd always seen herself in that sort of role or had seen herself in that role. And, and somebody could ask, well, why didn't she share that earlier? Well, if you know Bev, she... She would have been a little bit too reserved to, to, to sort of share that comment and take the initiative there. Plus, she would have realised that there was a lot riding, a lot of responsibility riding on that comment in case she got it wrong and didn't want me to sort of go down that pathway for the wrong reason because, uh, like, like, I would have done anything. I mean, you saw that first picture. I mean, I would have done anything to get this girl's hand in marriage, right? So she didn't want my motives to be, uh, to be skewed at that point. But here's the thing. From that day... Bev's belief in me as a, as a pastor, in that role as a pastor, has never, ever wavered. And that's been such a confidence booster for me. As has been the fact she is one who is prepared to partner with me. In this type of work, I can't imagine what it would be like to have a partner who, wasn't, who didn't see themselves as an active partner. I can't imagine what that would be like. I've known ministers over the years where that's happened. I knew a minister years ago whose wife didn't even go to church and another one whose wife went to another church. So I've seen all kinds of variations. But I, I couldn't imagine being with a partner who didn't see themselves as an active partner, who didn't share the vision to do their bit in the realisation of that vision. In Bev's case, that has meant a number of things. In each of our three churches since graduation, it's meant active frontline leadership of, of our children's ministry. Bev has always been there with the children's ministry consistently over all the years, right up until around about the time that Sarah came among us when she handed the baton over to others. But right up until then, she was right involved in the children's work, um, involvement in connection groups and in some role within the women's ministry and so on. But mainly, mainly her partnership in my ministry has been her extraordinary work on the home front, the prominent role she played in, in raising our two kids. 
as most would realise, over the years, this type of ministry, the type of ministry I've chosen, I say I've chosen, I'm not setting it as the pace for everybody, but I've chosen a certain approach to ministry that it's involved long hours. It's involved a lot of travel. It's involved um, unexpected calls and meetings and being there, being available for people as and when. And that, uh, that has come as no small, at, at no small cost to bear. When I, some of you may remember in the early days when I drove that um, Subaru Liberty, I had a personalised plate and it was GA 24-7. And I'd seen that slogan 24-7 in America long before it came popular out here. And I just thought, well, yeah, that's good. 24-7, 24-7, on, on fire for Jesus, 24-7. Well, Bev had to cope with that sort of stuff. Um, <laughs> and she's done it remarkably well. Like She's been able to understand that this is how it is, show great support and to cover for me when needed, especially in those early years when the kids were at home. And look, friends, for my part, I've tried to ensure that I didn't take any of this for granted. I, 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 that's... I haven't got it right all the time, but I've tried to ensure I don't take any of this for granted. And we have, we have ways of uh, setting aside us time, together time. Some of you know we've got certain um, things we do every month in terms of uh, dates and so on. Um, where, where tomorrow we're going to see Princess Grace of Monaco at Macquarie. And we'd love to see you. Um, I, forget, I forget which session we're going to, but um, uh, we'll be there sometime. Um, and look... Guys, this next point is so important when we think about effective marriages and deep, lasting friendships in general. And it's this. When I said I do all those years ago, I began to experience the benefit and the blessing of someone who compensates for my weaknesses. And and that can be one of the the many advantages of marrying somebody who's very different to you. And Bev is very different to me. As those of you who know her will testify. I mean, I tend to be very impulsive. Ooh, let's just go for it. Uh, Bev is much more careful and measured. That's a good thing. Uh, it's probably hard to believe I can be a little loud. Um, and Bev, is, uh, she, she's much quieter and more sensitively eases her way into situations. Uh, I, I can go to a function and see somebody I know across the other side of the room and, hey, Bev says, darling, just, let's just ease our way into this, you know. So uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a lovely thing. I'm a big picture person. Bev is giving to finding out all the facts, getting all the information needed before pressing ahead. This, this becomes apparent when we're shopping. Uh, we, we go shopping every Saturday, uh, grocery shopping, and uh, my role is very clearly defined. My role, shopping, is just to push that trolley. <laughs> just to push that trolley. And then load the bags at the appropriate time and to check if any emails or Facebook has come in while we're, while we're doing it, just to, I to look after that aspect. Um, you see, when I have to shop on my own, like when Bev goes, like she's going away back to Adelaide in a couple of weeks, like when, when I have to shop on my own, it's like, uh, oh yeah, peanut butter, yeah, we have that, and oh, toothpaste, yeah, oh, make two, we run out of that pretty quickly. Uh, oh, here's something I saw on television, wow. Uh, <laughs> see, this has got a nice picture, wow. <laughs> you know, and just like you fill up the thing, I don't even know what half the stuff is, but I'm, a very, I'm very prone to advertising, <laughs> uh, being an old marketing man. And um, with Bev, you know, it's, it's beautiful to see. Like, like she'll, here's this new product, right. Now, now she'll look at it, for about 15 seconds, even before she has to read it. Just, just get an appreciation of what that is. And, and then she'll start to read the details and all the, all the fat content and all that sort of thing. And then finally we're placing the... You know, I'm, whoa. It's just like so... But it's great because she's very careful. Gets all the facts before she makes a decision. Now, look, the list of differences between us is huge. But you can begin to imagine how on so many occasions this girl has saved me from some real 
problems and from real disasters. At the same time, Bev is one who enhances my strengths. And friends, I think that's mainly in the way she so willingly released me, released me to, to pursue the vision we both believe God has given to me. Now, that's very important. He didn't give exactly the same vision to her. He gave me a vision of building a great church. She captured that vision of God giving me a vision to build a great church. And, and that's where her part has been so, so powerful. In responding to that vision, I've had to allow God to expand my capacity as a leader, as a communicator, as a strategic planner. I've had to allow him to expand my capacity. We'll talk more about that ne- next week. But all the way along, Bev has been there to urge me on, cheer me on, often at great personal cost. Now, look, here's the thing. So far... So far in this, we've been focusing on aspects of married life that any, any couple can aspire to with some intentionality and some real effort. These are the characteristics of many deep and powerful relationships, what we have up here on the screen right now, uh, among friends, within families, in business partnerships. These are the kind of things that you can find at all of those levels. But the most distinctive feature... The most distinctive feature of my marriage to Bev has been the fact that she is one who shares my spiritual values. Not just in a theoretical and intellectual way. The fact is we both share a common faith in Jesus Christ. In terms of last week's message, we can both remember a time when we stood before a group and said, I will, I will receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Saviour. We've been saying I will ever since that day. Among other things, this means there's total freedom in the way we talk about our faith, our faith journey. Uh, there's the opportunity on occasions to pray together. There's the opportunity to reflect with questions like, what, what might God be teaching us through this experience? Or what, what do we learn through that last little chapter in our lives? Where, where's that all led to? It's a beautiful thing when you can share openly and honestly when it comes to your relationship with Jesus. But you know, friends, there's... There's another dimension to all this. And so one I want to close with. You see, in ways that I couldn't possibly have imagined, when I said those two little words, I do, they would lead me to discover the blessings and the benefits of someone who loves me unconditionally. When I said at 24, I do, I may have had some notion about what it means to be loved unconditionally. But I had no idea, no idea as to just how transformational that realisation could be and how progressively, over the decades, this would all have a profound effect on my understanding of God's love for me. Could not have had any idea of how that was going to impact my understanding of that. You see... Writing under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, John, in his first epistle, says this, No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. 1 John 4, verse 12. Now, friends, I'm now realising that that's how it is with God. When we experience, or rather we experience his love, And his grace and his forgiveness largely through the way in which it's dispensed through his people in really close and caring. It's not the only way, but it's one of the main ways we experience the very love and grace of God through others, particularly in the 
context of a close and intimate relationship with a spouse. And so my testimony is, found in the reading which Richard brought to us earlier, is Proverbs 18, verse 22. Find a wife and you find a good thing. It shows that the Lord is good to you. Now, you're not supposed to add the scripture, but I would like to add, find a wife and you find a really good thing. It shows that the Lord has really been good to you. That's just, that's just my testimony. It's part of who I am. I said I do to a particular person who has done all those things and a whole lot more if we had time for me. Now, I don't know. I've got no idea how God would use this message today. I, I was a little bit even reluctant to share it, but I did want to honour Bev in the process at the end of 16 years uh, in a way that I've never done before. But it might be that you are thinking about your own marriage and just ways of, of strengthening that marriage or just giving thanks to God for similar characteristics. It might be that the, in the level of friendships, just some of the friends you have who, who, who give all those characteristics for you, to be more appreciative and more, uh, more uh, inclined to, to strengthen and, and, and to take the blessing of friendship more seriously than ever. I don't know how God's going to use that. All I know is that Graham Agnew, who stands before you, is a richer person because of having met a certain person and having said, I do, uh, all those years ago. And it's contributed more than you will ever know to the ministry and the leadership I've been able to give to you here at Northside. So um, may God bless each and every one of us as we just take whatever he wants to say to us through these points of how to enrich and deepen friendships and relationships. Let's bow in prayer, shall we?